All right, KISS Army, welcome to the KISS FAQ Podcast. Thank you for giving us your time today and letting us into your head. I hope we don't do any damage. This is a KISS-related podcast by the board for the board. We hope that you enjoy. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the premiere of my latest project, A Rock and Roll Party in Tokyo with KISS. It was awesome to celebrate the 45th anniversary of this landmark concert and talk to other KISS fans. Don't forget to follow my page, youtube.com slash greatest show on earth fan films if you want to see more. And there's more coming this summer. Thanks for all the support, and I'll see everyone soon. Thank you, Andrew. So if you haven't checked out the high-definition version of Rock and Roll party in Tokyo. There, I'm struggling with the title of it again. Do go check it out on Andrew's uh, YouTube thingy page. That's it. Alright, so welcome to the show. We've got Marcus Almighty Mark. Greetings. St. Louis Kiss Lonnie. What's up? And the voice of reason, Ken. Hello. 69th Blizzard. And what news do we have this week? Well, I want to lead off with something completely unrelated because you got to pimp your shit because I can't get anyone else to pimp my shit. So I got the first proof for volume two of the Aerosmith tome. Ooh. It's as big yeah. as the fucking verse volume, uh, 650 pages. I've already had to cut a couple of chapters out of it. This covers the Geffen years going from uh, 85 Dunham Mirrors through uh, the chapters I've just cut are 2007 and 2006 Root of All Evil. So it will end on uh, Rocking the Joint, which is, of course, um, Just Push Play error show. So I do want to thank everyone for their support of the project. There is now a Kindle version of Volume 1 up, but... It does not include any of the tour data, as that cannot be formatted for ebook. It is strictly a biography, the narrative sections from the book pruned out, and there will also be a physical version, because goddammit, i got to recoup somehow. Um, talking about books, I've got one extra copy of Volume 4 of the Kiss Sound Focus. I actually, someone was looking for them. They're out of print, so I had a couple of proofs printed up, uh, and then he was able to find it elsewhere. So I, 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 That's I the first book I bought. Of was it? It's the very Number first four? book I bought, and that, that was my introduction actually to Julian Gill. Was that? That is going to be one of the worst covers ever put on a Kiss book, <laughs> and um, yeah, the Kiss on Focus I would do so much differently now that uh, I've been taught how to write properly by my editor, which really comes in handy. I want to cover some of the new material on the KISS FAQ. For people who don't go over there very often, there's some cool audio that you can check out this week. Uh, first of all is the Genesis of the Elder. Now, Mark, this is from your neck of the woods. In April 1981, Mr. Bob Ezrin was the executive producer of St. Robert's School, production of Jesus Christ Superstar and this is actually the first time I've heard the full uh, you know performance of that show and it's it's a great historic one but I'm posing the question the genesis of the elder because he'd come in and taken control over the kisses recording project right after doing this and finishing up work with uh, McLaughlin um, and the Kings. So did this cause him to go in that kind of grand idea when they were grasping at straws in Toronto in May 1981? I don't know, but you can check it out if you're interested in what that project was, uh, because of course it does have the St. Robert's connection, and there are kids on there who ended up on the Elder, so that's uh, a cool little connection with it. So, other audio up there, you can check out 
Guinea Pigs at Sea 2018, the the dress rehearsal for the end of the road tour, uh, night Guinea one of the Kiss Cruise, <laughs> Guinea Pigs at Sea, testing nice. out the set list, and uh, not all the songs are still in the end of the road set list. And finally, in honor of Bobby Rydell, mm-hmm. you can check out a 2006 um, soundboard, because it's from the video of Kiss performing Kiss in Time. I think that's uh, Fuoka in Japan that year. So that's just some new stuff that you can read uh, without Uh, having to join. Question, where, for those people who are not as savvy on the board, where do you find these things that you just mentioned? The only, it's the only board that people can see who aren't members. It's the General Kiss discussion. Actually, there might Ah, be a couple of others. So it's uh, the primary one where all the Kiss-related conversation is. So talking about cruises, Let's start out with that. The uh, the Paul Stanley posted a picture <laughs> of Kiss Cruise. That was Cruise. an eye-opener this morning, wasn't it? Uh, that, that was. Um, Lottie, let's start with you on the eye-opener. He, uh, it was, it's terrible. It, it, this is the last cruise, and we have a picture. We have, like, just some Photoshop bullshit. Of, here, here's some Kiss makeup on some sailors. Oh, this, and Paul Stanley goes, oh, this, there it is, there it is, nice. This is for sure to be a collector's item. Uh, oh. How about, how about a picture of the band? Here's a novel idea. How about, how about I, just a picture of the band? And be done with it. But it, it's, it, it's poor Photoshop of four sailors in Kismet. In the Navy. And at the bottom it says, he's in the Navy. <laughs> At the bottom it says history at sea, so I'm assuming that that is the theme mm. theme of the cruise this year is history at sea. So what exactly does that mean? It means they're just going to do whatever the hell they want to do. They're, they're exactly. not going to be they're not going to be held to like oh, I guess we have to play songs off a certain album or we have to try to play some deep cut deep cuts off a certain album. History okay. at sea means I can play stuff off the original album all the way up through. Our new classic, Heller Hallelujah. Mm. So did they did they purposefully make the Peter guy shorter than the Gene? I don't think that much thought went into it, Mark. You're giving him too much credit. Okay. They just grabbed <laughs> sailors from a, a, an old an old photo uh, that someone else had posted on there. Showed that the original photo that where it came from those those guys, and they mm-hmm. grabbed four of the guys out of like you know eight or ten or whatever it was, and, and just you know. Plopped them out and, and stuck them in that, you know, that uh, that poster. Done. Let's do lunch. And put makeup on them. <laughs> I wish they. If you want a cool picture, I got a picture of my grandfather on his submarine. That'd be way That's way cool. cooler. Now For the sure. downside is that it would be British and that would trigger some people. Uh, there was a boycott against the um, what was it? The Kiss FAQ and I had a Union flag as part of the logo oh, at one point in geez. the early. <laughs> Or actually, it's the late 90s. The late 90s, it triggered someone. But that is, that's pre-World War I. Um, that's really yeah. cool. It was uh, but it is the USS New York. So it does at New least... New York makes sense. It at least has a groove to it that connects with the band. Um, I think if, if if it was built around the theme, history at sea, I've got no problem with that. I think that's perfectly no, that's fine, fine. Because the, the history biography, they'll probably... Does that mean there'll be screenings there when there were a lot of people who perhaps did not get to see it? Um, well, 
people who go on the cruise haven't seen history. If that is the case, shame on you. But um, I, I think in terms of a collage of history would have been such a cool thing. You know, I, I'm not here with the photo. You know, the the YMs, the in the Navy, the village people type uh, stuff, do, a bunch of dodgy <laughs> seamen uh, on the cruise, literally what? and figuratively. Uh, <laughs> Mark, thanks. Uh, thanks. Uh, thanks, thanks for, we're going down the rabbit hole there. Yeah, that, thanks for holding up the picture, Mark. So uh, what are your thoughts on it? Well, I mean, just, just like Lonnie, when I checked out this morning and I saw that on there, I was shocked to say the least like i thought at first honestly it was it was like a joke like i thought it was like some kind of joke posting and then when i realized that no it wasn't that paul was actually being serious about this i was like really like all this stuff that's going on now with kiss you really thought this was a good idea like this is not just opening you up for more ridicule putting something like this on and claiming that this is a great idea and it'd be a classic at that a classic Oh, I mean, I don't understand this guy's logic. I mean, you must have guys must have read that when he posted this on his Twitter, he just got completely bombed with responses and people are saying, "Where's my Dubai shit?" and "Why are you worrying about this stupid right. stuff?" Yeah. Paul's Twitter feeds are pretty good this week. But, and, and, the one I mean, when it, where he was in India. I mean, if, if he wasn't, if he wasn't, if he was hoping to like, you know, put something up and you know have a good response to people, this was a bad idea because I think this just set people off who are maybe quiet initially and they just they just laid in on him i mean but come on he would have been better off just putting it up there and saying nothing like none of this like this is going to be a classic or it's not just put it up and just leave it because as soon as you start saying stuff like that you know the, re the reaction is going to start happening you know save the hyperbole and we're talking about kiss and it's just not possible i feel bad for the artist it's like you put all this effort into your school project um and, and you finally bring it in and give it to the class and people are drooling on their desks, falling asleep, and your volcano doesn't explode. But I read a couple of comments. I'm like, I don't need to read that. I can go over to the FAQ and read those the comments about it. So, you know, you know it, it, it's brutal, but it is a little bit out of touch as well. And that is a recurring theme this week, Lonnie, as you, you rightfully said, because posting a photo of yourself in Dubai doing your jesus post i thought he was uh, actually i thought he was in israel in the dead sea in the, in the water um at, at that point but when so many kiss fans well all the kiss fans who purchased dubai shit ha are still to receive a goddamn thing and all they're getting is lip service whether it's from doc who can't share information i've given him the benefit of the doubt that he can't talk about certain things with fans over the the, the matters but landmark or i'm going to call them landscape at this point because they just seem to be weeds growing um you know just fob people off with the same sorts of um, excuses. I mean, it really has been that I wouldn't be surprised if Landmark does eventually say, I'm sorry, we don't have an update for you at this time. We will update you when there's something significant to report. Until then, leave me alone and stop harassing me. <laughs> um, 
we're, we're coming up to the year anniversary since that person had a update on their fucking Facebook page for the Phantom Book. Um, so we're left to assume that in a year he's made no significant okay. progress. I mean, has he managed to put his other trouser leg on at this point either? Ken, what do you think about Paul vacationing in Dubai? <laughs> <laughs> It's totally ridiculous. I mean, I said, you know, thank you, Paul, you know, uh, for, you know, um, spending my hard-earned money on your vacation in Dubai uh, when we haven't received any Dubai, you know, merch that we were, you know, promised as part of that uh, Dubai Goodbye 2020 package. Um, so, yeah, that kind of just, like, really rubs me wrong. It's like, I almost think he's doing it on purpose, to a degree. Uh, and the same thing with the the, the poster itself. Um, while I think that's a little bit of a lazy poster, they they could have done. There's no imagination. I mean, at least like you said, Joanne, you know, put the band or Mark said, put the band on the on the cover, the actual band, or you know, well, if it was the USS, uh, you know, New York or whatever, show that more of a bigger picture and then put them like playing on stage you know and makeup kind of you know put their uh, image on stage and put a kiss logo on the side of the the warship and, and stuff like that do something at least if you're going to go that route um it's just it's just ridiculous but yeah the dubai thing it's like he really you know either doesn't have a clue what's going on or he he just doesn't doesn't care, you know. Just, just he doesn't enjoy, care. Enjoy, yeah. Enjoy, enjoy the vacation, and you know, we we got your money, and uh, you know, good luck with receiving your merch, you know, merchandise. Yeah, and no one's berating Paul for having a holiday. The man has worked. You can have his, a holiday. That's fine. Wor- worked his ass off for fifty years in music, and we owe him nothing. However, we are owed Dubai and uh, the things that we are owed fans. Something. The things that fans purchase, they are owed, and those are the CEOs of Kiss Corporation. So, um, give us the money back, otherwise. Yeah, let's talk about you know rumors and gossip because someone posted on Facebook um, that there might be an announcement coming on Friday, which is of course tomorrow. Now, um, what are your guesses and what would be your hopes that that announcement could possibly be? Lonnie, let's start with you. Well, my hope is. And it's probably a little bit early for it because the 30th anniversary revenge isn't until next month um, that we would get something in the vein of what they've done for some of these album re-releases. Um, you know, whether it be, you know, a revenge on a colored vinyl with some t-shirt re-releases and things of that nature. But supposedly the, ru- the rumor says that it's going to make some people happy and it's going to piss other people off. And I don't see how that is going to piss people off. You know, and if you not don't revenge, want it, no. no, you know what I mean? If you want to get it, if, you, if it's not going to piss anybody off, though. Um, so my thought is that it's going to be something along the lines of those 2014 reissues that were only available through the Kisteria box set. Like the that, six. Yeah, that there will be re that one of them will be re-released in some format, mm-hmm. and it's gonna or or 
the other one would which would actually be really cool because I missed out on it and didn't get it would be the dress a, a colored vinyl version of Dress to Kill since that was so fucked up and people who ordered it didn't get it and it never wound up on You Discover Music or Sound of Vinyl or anything like that and people who said oh I'll just wait till it's on there never got it and people who did order it off it's online never got it either so um those are my two thoughts. It's one of those six off of Kisteria or or a colored like second run of Dress to Kill, which that's my real hope that that's the second colored run of Dress to Kill. And nothing is sacrosanct when it comes to the Kisteria releases. Germany's already done the double platinum and metallic gray vinyl killers. with their their cool, their cool cover, Killers, uh, and absolutely luscious hot pink. So, you know, for those to be exclusives, I think they remain exclusive if they stay in that form, and there are only a thousand of them anyway. Now, if they do do something, doo-doo, ha-ha, um, <laughs> if, they, if they do release something along those lines, then at least I, I, I would hope that it is something that does, you know, also not break that kind of promise, mm. but it is Kiss, so the promises don't mean shit anyway, so <laughs> we'll just have to wait and see. Promise? Well, Mark. we went on a farewell tour 22 years ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mark, what what do you think it might be? What would you like, for that matter? Um, you know, one thing that I, I thought would be really cool if they did this, but I think that because there's probably a lot of red tape still involved with this, I don't think it's going to be this, but I thought it would be awesome if they did like a reissue of Sonic Boom, since it's so hard to find that record in any sort of real uh, official capacity, you know? I thought that that might be a good one because if you think about it, some people might be happy, people who haven't gotten it, and some people might be pissed off. Well, people who don't like Sonic Boom will be like, really? They're doing that? Like, I can see that dynamic with that kind of a release. But, you know, there's there's lots of other albums that I think that uh, they could do as well. Uh, I, I like the idea of, of the revenge happening because that's really not a record that's out in very vast variations as far as a vinyl release is concerned right there's a 2014 there's the original one and then there's that really nice um marble one that my very good friend and co-host ken keenan sent to me uh, that i got from him uh thank you by the way for that i do enjoy that to this day uh and that that one would be a good one to do as well but you know, with Kiss, you never know what's going to happen. Like, for all you, for all we know, they're going to do another record. Like, I don't know, they'll do a, they'll do a reissue of Destroyer in Orange now or something. Like, it's just, it'll be something that you know, yeah, I you know what I mean. It's going to be something that you're just going to roll your eyes about. Again, I really hope it's not. I really hope they would maybe try to do something like Sonic Boom, but you know, but but I don't know if their contract with Walmart has uh, expired with that or what's going on as far as that goes. But I'd really be hoping that maybe they did that. You know, whenever I hear something like that where they're saying people are going to be pissed off or some people are going to be happy, I always think of something more recent because of that. You know, like, oh, are they going to do like a reissue of Monster now or something? You know, like mm-hmm. just something that people are going to. Yeah, exactly. Like the reaction that Lonnie just did as I uh, as what I would expect if they were to say something like that. Like, why? Why would you do that? You know, but. They haven't done a live two, which Ken has brought up many, many times that there hasn't been a proper reissue of a, a live two come out yet. Will they do that? I don't know. But you know, I mean, they they had they've done already quite a few decent ones. I like the unmasked splatter that they did. That was nice. You know, they did Dynasty on color. 
they did uh, a lot of these records in colored vinyl. You know, luckily mm-hmm. I've gotten some of them. Let's not to talk about the debacle that was the debut album on supposed, you know, colored vinyl splatter. Uh, but, you know, I'm hoping it's either Sonic Boom or Revenge. Okay. Nice. So well, sorry. Amazon was delivering at the exact moment, <laughs> and the uh, box looked like it had been destroyed. And yeah, items are missing from it, which sucks perfect. ass. Appears ah. Amazon. That was next day delivery four days ago. Ken, what are your thoughts? <laughs> yeah. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I agree with uh, Mark. Yeah, Sonic Boom wouldn't be ba- a bad idea. Uh, it's been, you know, pressed one time, you know. Uh, the four colors and black originally when it came out and then that was it and the people have been looking for that and the price has you know gone high um also yeah i agree too you know just to kill yeah it, it had an early cutoff and um it's possible i guess but i think if they if they do if they do that it should be a, you know a different color just to keep it you know different mm-hmm. um and if it's something from uh kiss kisteria box set you know uh yeah we talked greatest kiss maybe um but then that would have to be in a different color mm-hmm. to keep it exclusive in kisteria they'd have to do something different mm-hmm. with it um then it's still exclusive because they, if they do it in the same black vinyl then it's not exclusive um and maybe use the same masters and everything it's not going to be any more exclusive um so i would think they're going to if they do it, they're going to do it in a color, and that that's allowable as, you know, uh, something different. Um, but for me, yeah, I would. I don't think it would make anyone mad, uh, at least if someone did like a live two or something like that. So it, it's going to be something, one of those ones where it's highly collectible to a few, and. Uh, <laughs> and they'll be mad about it because it will drive the price down on what they have. Um, the other thing uh, that I read too, some guy did mention about the, you know, the picture elder picture disc that sold out in 15 minutes. Uh, what if they, they somehow were, were saying, no, they're going to, they're going to either cancel it because they, you know, or they're going to do more, you know, that could be, that could go either way too. Um, so, I don't know, we'll see. Join, did you say it was Friday that we're going to get this announcement? Or? Alleged, <clears throat> excuse me. Allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly, but again, you know, it, it's a rumor and a tease, you know. So I, I think all of you hit on some pretty cool, you know, <clears throat> options and opportunities. Greatest Kiss celebrates 25th. You know, when it said about pissing off, excuse me. Bless you. That's true. Yeah, allergies, man. Um pissing off collectors i immediately thought greatest kiss because Mm -hmm. but then again if it's going to cancel i I haven't considered that if it's say canceling the elder thing which is already in process especially after you know it's been delayed then yeah that would piss off collectors Mm -hmm. as well because there was a lot of a big deal of exclusivity um on on especially the limited edition picture sleeve or picture this pardon me so um I, I don't know. I think Greatest Kiss would be great, being the 25th anniversary, and it really being one of the, you know, especially the 25th anniversary for the American release, because it was released in November uh, 96 in most other markets. And if it was the American track listing only, that would actually be pretty cool. 
and colored vinyl add to that, uh, you know, maybe would be pretty pretty neat actually. I, I wouldn't have a problem with that, and I've got a you know the box set. It wouldn't bother me. But I, I think most things are gonna piss off some segment of Kiss fan these days. Just seem to yeah. be yeah. See, there was one out there. <laughs> so we yeah. got pissed off. <laughs> Did, didn't, didn't like my suggestion. Um, I, I like I like Lonnie's idea for revenge. That would be really cool. You know, 30th anniversary. You know, so we're 35th for crazy nights in September. You know, how about the blue and the shade of Paul's knickers, you know, from the back cover? Knickers. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> the revenge thing, though. I mean, if if you're ever going to do it, this is it, though. I mean, if they don't do it in May for the 30th anniversary, will they ever do anything for revenge? I mean, th- this is the one opportunity that there is, really. Yeah, and here here's the thing with revenge, Lonnie. You still got Bruce and Eric. You can still mm-hmm. have that album pre-signed by the whole fucking Revenge lineup. Mm. Talk, talk about something that mm, would be goodness. super cool, because I think they're still friendly with Eric Singer, aren't they? I don't know. Hopefully, I hopefully, saw hopefully, Eric hopefully so. You, did, you were in Vegas, weren't you? I yeah. was in Vegas. I was walking. We, my wife and I went and played um, Kiss Monster Mini Golf. Dominated, by the way. And, <laughs> and, and so we're, we call So she let you win, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So we called an Uber and we're walking and we're walking to the Uber pickup and this big dude we're walking one way and this big dude followed by this little dude walk right by us and I look at him and I go, Looks like Eric Singer. Looks like Eric Singer. That's Eric Singer. I go, Eric Singer and he turns back and goes, Hey he just keeps going. <laughs> he just keeps going. Get away from me. <laughs> Get away from me, freaking lunatic kiss fan. <laughs> kiss fan. Oh, that's nice. I mean, you got you to show yeah, Eric, cool. Eric some love. Cool. Talking about Vegas, there's a, you know, just going off on a little tangent. Anyone been watching the video Bob restoration of uh, Eric Carr's Porsche, which used to be at Rio's Monster mm-hmm. Mini Golf, but apparently was sold to him, um, and and it is it's interesting. I'm not a car guy, but I'm pretty sure I wouldn't wash the engine before um, doing a little bit of work on it. But. Yeah. Like I said, I'm not a car guy. It is entertaining, and to at least hear him talking about showing some love for that. No, no doubt he's looking for a payday. That's his line of work. Um, but you know that car was in pretty bad shape. I think the funniest thing to come out of it was he was c- complaining about the dust in it, and there's actually they were actually someone's ashes. A fan had uh, tipped in another fan's ashes into the car. Um, <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Well, they, they've since wow. been clean, so that that poor fan mm. is having part of their eternal hereafter. Um, not where, I guess. They're somewhere. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> it, it, it's something neat. I mean, it seems... To, I, I never realized there was a divisiveness about that either. Um, but uh, there are links to it on the FAQ, and if not, Google it. Um, one other little side tangent, which came out today, um, you know, in efforts for Ukraine relief... Pink Floyd put out a new fucking single. Which they did? blows my fucking mind and makes me think and of Mark Kiss. Mark's on top of this one? What the hell? I don't even hear well, about it. It, it, ma- it makes me think about Kiss because of something Roger, uh, or sorry, David Gilmore said uh, about it. Because it's me and Nick, 
it's Pink Floyd, and it's the 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 most recent rhythm section that I think Dave uh, David Gilmore played with um, Mason, of course, and uh, a Ukrainian who had uh, he's in a band. And hmm. he had posted a video of him singing a Ukrainian song on Twitter when he went back to fight for his country. Um, and that's a completely nonpartisan way of looking at it, mm-hmm. from him being a partisan by fighting for his country. And David Gilmore saw this and called up Nick and said, hey, I want to do something with this, and I want to put it out as Pink Floyd. <clears throat> so they did. <clears throat> which is is really cool and it also made me think a little bit about gene and paul and some of these um you know fans who say it's not kiss because it's not the original four so that, that's just the tangent. Oh, yeah all right let's get into some of the other topics virginia beach pablo over i think on kiss my wax uh did a full <clears throat> spectral analysis of mm. yes the uh, oh, from the soundboard versus the instant live from 2004 mm. and what he determined was you know part I, he said that the intro was re-recorded now to my ears it's not it sounds like it's just edited to get rid of the all right virginia beach which doesn't sound that clear on the instant live mm-hmm. uh, and just start with you wanted the best um but 20 minutes of paul's raps are <laughs> Cut. That's a 20 and minutes. And wow. some of Gene's bass solo. And, you know, there were some edits on 2001 as well. But that's quite substantial. Now, on the positive side, 20 minutes of Paul's raps are cut. Which. <laughs> a lot of Paul Stanley raps. Ain't mm. such a bad thing in some ways to tighten it up and make it more listenable, enjoyable as a, um, you know, a product. But the question for you, Lonnie. How much messing around with archival releases do you think is acceptable and what should be left well enough alone? I, I it, it was the most noticeable thing to me the first time I listened to the Virginia Beach thing. Because I've, you know, I've had the, the instant live version of this show for a long time, for, I don't know, since 2004, probably 2005 at the latest. And, and, it, and it's one of the ones that it's one of the, of the instant lives it's more of a go-to than others the virginia beach and the washington dc ones are two of my more go-tos from from that tour just because the set list is a little more expanded and there's a few more rare songs on there that they didn't do at a lot of the shows like king of the nighttime world and and songs like that so i noticed it like right away and i'm like where 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 are the paul stanley raps at why why is it cut down like that? And to me, I'd rather have the Paul Stanley raps on there. I mean, this is off the soundboard. It's supposed to be bootlegging the bootleggers. And I want the show as as much as is as possible. I want it to be a concert <coughs> live recording. And, you know, warts and all. And getting rid of those raps and shortening the bass solo. Well, that's that's kind of cheating the experience because that that is kind of part of the experience of going to the Kiss show is the corny and goofy Paul Stanley raps in between songs. So I want those, and I hope I hope now we get we'll talk about Donington here in a little bit, but there isn't as much Paul Stanley raps on the reunion tour, and they got more and more as time has gone on since '96. There, if you listen to your '96 bootlegs or from the reading tour, there isn't a whole lot of 
Paul Stanley banter in between every song like there like there is now or like there was in 2004 anyway. But I really hope Donington they leave it as is as much as possible because it is noticeable to me. Like like Kiss never just goes into the next song ever anymore. At least for the last 15, 20 years. Never just goes into the next song. So it's noticeable. And I'd rather have it as pure as possible. Mark, you know, musician performing live, um, you know, from your perspective as someone who's been on the stage, you actually ha- you had a live album, didn't you? You were on a live album that no one could find. What are, you, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, these instant lives I thought were always such an interesting thing when I first heard of them. I mean, like bands like Marillion do something like that. Similarly, Kiss was doing it. And it's a it's a stressful thing to do from the engineering side because you have to cut it on the fly you know you have to do everything on the spot you can't go back and say okay well we can touch this up or whatever it has to be as is and that's sometimes the charm of it because you have you know all these little things that happened you could you know and you just you just mixed it how you felt at the moment and some people loved them like Lonnie loves those instant lives and they turn out that way and people love them when people go back in sometimes get the multi-tracks say okay now i can sit down here and really make it sound good you'll have some people who will say okay now it sounds fantastic and others are gonna say it just lost all the spark of it that i loved from the original instant live so you're, you're never going to please any everybody with that you know there's going to be a segment i'm going to love the original version and then there's going to be people going to be like okay that's more like it you know the, the volumes are more evened up you know so there's some nice effects on the voice or whatever blah blah now the cutting down of it, I understand why they did it. This album is three LPs as it is cut down. Okay, if you were to leave all that stuff in there, you're probably looking at like, what, five LPs to keep it like two hours and 17 minutes long, that it, or two hours, seven minutes long. And because don't forget too, maybe you could put it that length of time on four records, but it's going to sound like shit because you're not going to be able to cut the grooves as good as you would if you keep it to like 20, 22 minutes aside. And if you do that, th- I on don't a think vinyl, that's an issue with this source material. <laughs> okay. But I'm just saying like, if, if, if you're going for decent quality, maybe that was part of the reasoning for it, but you know, I think there was other reasons why they cut all that stuff out, but you know, vinyl could be another reason because it's already probably expensive enough as a three LP. If you're going to put everything on there, there's going to be more than three LPs. I can tell you that right now. But the other thing I found interesting is that they cut Gene's bass solo out on there. I mean, being that it's part of the show, yeah, I know it's audio-wise, it's nothing, just a brrrr, and it's more of a visual solo than an audio solo. But, you know, what, is that cool? Do people actually like that that's out there, you know? I mean, you, you would think that if they're going to do that, why not just cut the drum solos out and stuff like that too, right? But I I, I think that the uh, whole thing with remixing of it is, is going to be a 50-50 thing. I think that people, well, some people will like it, some people won't like it. Uh, and quite frankly, well, from what I've heard of the, the version that's out now, it, it doesn't sound that great. Maybe the Instant Live was the better sounding. Yeah. Have you ever had that problem with your stuff? You know, uh, on, on having to maybe edit something in order to keep it to that length because you can't adjust the track order because, especially when you're doing a concept. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I've had, I've had, I've had issues like that. I mean, it. You, you want to have it, especially when you're doing like a concept. You have to, you want to make sure that the running order is the same length. When I was doing the songs, and I looked at it, and I was timing everything because, believe it or not, that's one of the things I had to do making this these last three records is time how long I was at certain points of the story because I didn't want to go and say, okay, shit, this long, this song is too long now. And I can't have it in this position. So you have to keep that in mind, especially if you look at people told me before when I was cutting the records, you can make a 30 minute aside LP, LP but it's going to sound like shit or it's going to be so quiet. People are going to be grabbing their volume and going, holy crap, and just turning it way up to get the volume up from that because that's the, that's the, that's the difference. It's either it sounds shit or the volume has to be drastically dropped to make it that long. Right. That's a nice, just a nice way of explaining uh, the uh, album and the amount of music that can go on a LP. So thanks for that explanation. All right, Ken, have at it. <laughs> what was the question again? I, wow. After all that. All right, Vir- Virginia Beach. Um, well, you know, this is this is the deal with that. Um, the as far as the raps go. Um, well, I think today, in, at least the end of the road, the raps are are the least they've had ever. Um, at least since you know, since the '80s or whatever. Um, Tough to lip sync uh, to. <laughs> well, you know, um, but uh, I think it's it's the least. But before that, you know, some of the raps I can I can see keeping, and then certain parts of raps is like it's just non you know it breaks up the momentum of the concert or or whatever like that i think that's part of the reason for end of the road is they really really cut the raps down to you know keep the energy and the everything flowing real good in concert you know the excitement because if you have too long of a rap it's just kind of like okay someone's saying it's that time to go get a beer you know, or the pee break thing or whatever you want to call it. But so I think it's it's a good thing. Um as far as like Gene Simmons bass solo, yeah. Like Mark said, it's it's more of a visual thing because you just it's like a droning, you know, bass thing going on here and there and it's not it's not overly exciting like I have to hear it. Um so I see it I see that from that standpoint. So um yeah you know i was just, i was thinking you know, when mark's talking about editing his stuff down you know i wouldn't be i wouldn't mind like the old eight track tape you know how it used to fade out and fade back you could do that if you had a song to cross over you know fade out a song part of the song on the first side of the album and then fade it in on the second you know continue <laughs> lynn, lynn christopher style right celebration part one part two there you go yeah, so I, I'm not bothered in making it a more enjoyable listening experience for the fans because even back in 2004, I was losing my shit with some of the lengthy raps that he would go into. I'm like, you'd be playing another song. Wait, you'd be playing two more songs. And 20 minutes means to me, I was automatically, that's five songs Gene could have sung. Um, <laughs> you know, so so there is that, tightening it up and trimming off some of the fat. And, you know, great observation about End of the Road. 
you know, that a lot of that fat has been, uh, you know, trimmed to streamline it. And also, I think to protect Paul's speaking voice, yeah, because there, there are challenges sure. there today. But historically, I think some people will go back and listen to it, and it will be something missing for them when they're trying to relive the experience. However, they are making that experience more enjoyable um, to those who just want to listen to the show. So, you know, I'm on the fence. I'm, I'm neither for it or, or against it. Now, is the rap foundational? Is it an important story? Now, I don't need to have uh, a Paul Stanley 1980s love gun rap, but thank you very yeah. much, <laughs> ever again. I've, I've heard that Cringe when I was four, 14, and now I'm 50. Um, you know, I'm a little bit past that, uh, or the Michael, Michael Jackson doll, if they ever do shows from, from that era. So... If it is a foundational one where he's got a story of, you know, this song's from Rock and Roll Over, Let's Play Love Gun, you know, then it's cool. But <laughs> there, there yeah. is also a place where I can understand them cutting it out because there, there are some that just don't work well on that format. And rightfully, as Mark says, if there are technical limitations where the volume is so low, as we know from recent experience, KISS fans aren't a big fan of albums that they have to use their knob for listening mm. to. Turn up the volume, Lonnie, you dirty-minded individual. <laughs> <laughs> Have you used your knob lately? You, you need to use your knob more vigorously. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so... I, I think Lonnie alluded to Donington as well. You know, when we did the show with Andrew, we recorded that in advance of the announcement being made about the next off the soundboard, which is, of course, Donington 1996 reunion. It's one of the shorter shows, which is interesting, and they didn't perform Beth that night, which is also interesting. Um, but I, I don't think many people have heard the soundboard, or if they have heard the soundboard, we have no idea what that soundboard's going to sound like when it is actually released officially. Um, so, Lonnie, let's go back to you oh, this is the starting point you know what's your take on that as the third title in the series and are you excited are you going to give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down i definitely give it a thumbs up the fact we're doing something for the reunion tour um we don't have an official live re release from the reunion tour and the fact that we're finally getting something i think it's absolutely fantastic um they announced it on April 1st, and it was such a cool announcement. People thought it was an April Fool's joke because there's no way Kiss is doing something this cool that they're releasing Donington 1996 with the original lineup on the reunion tour. I mean, come on. How cool is that? But, and, and I, I like the fact that, you, they, that they're, they like have like, um, it looks like the second coming type t-shirts, you know, with, with the band standing in front of the fire and that like, those look like all your all my shirts from 1996 that that type of pose and like and on the back it's like the reunion tour like type of script on the back like oh that's really cool i mean and that and that's and that's what i want to see because they did that for rock the nation they like recreated those shirts for rock the nation for for the virginia beach show so they did the same thing for for this show so it's like oh that's really cool that they recreated the shirts are almost the same too so if we're going to keep doing this, let, let's do it in the same vein. Um, if we're going to do like a live show from Revenge or Asylum or or anything for that matter, if we're going to do shirts, let's let's do those shirts in the same script, in the same vein as those tour shirts. But at the same time, as cool as I thought it was, 
Um, I Julian actually saw it from you first. That did buy it? No, I did. I, I've not bought it yet because I'm going to get it from from you. Discover Music because um, I want to get my copy and not wait longer than everybody else. But I hmm. also want. I also um, see Ken. I'm going to. You've pre-ordered, but I'll get my copy before yours. So. <laughs> We know that from experience. But I, I also think it's very interesting, Jalene brought this up, that Beth and New York Groove are not performed that night. And at the same time, and so as cool as it is, I'm like, for the reunion tour, you're finally doing a proper release from the reunion tour, and you pick a show where Beth wasn't performed. And I thought that is a slap in the face to Peter Chris that, you know, we're going to do this, but you know what? We're not going to put your signature song on the album. And I, I think that's pretty low. Right. But well, yeah. Okay. Um, there's, there's clearly a conspiracy. I think it, so. it, it is convenient, isn't it? And I think it's very convenient. Very. You know, my my take on this was number one. I'm not buying any of that junk, but it's some good looking junk. I must it say, is. you know, it, it, they've done a great job with the merch for this release as well. So I, I'm happy with that. Am I happy with Donington? Yes, exact same reason that you said. You know, fans have complained about there not being an official uh, live recording from that. So why not a big recording like Donington, where they'll be playing this summer, hopefully. You know, fingers crossed for all our European friends uh, that that goes through. So it was broadcast on MTV or various places, bits and pieces around the time, which is very cool. So, you know, it's a connection. I was there. I did not go. I can't think of anything I'd like less than going to a goddamn festival, even if it's Donington. Um, just forget about it. I ain't doing it. So cool picks. Uh, I have not ordered it yet. I am waiting for same place Lonnie because I have a coupon. So I on saving some money and getting some free shipping and i don't need i don't need the goddamn vinyl i'm gonna play it so uh not even gonna get one to give away but i i think it's a definite step in the right direction because most people won't have it it is something that people want um performance wise yeah you know there i i think there's better but i also think it's splitting hairs at this point because the reunion tour was up and down and it was a break uh ken your thoughts on it yeah, I'm mute. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm getting it, obviously. Um, wait, 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 the, Mark, what, what was that? Do they have a new Show Destroyer. destroyer. Do they have it's a new personalized double, destroyer, double platinum? Double, it's a double platinum award, yeah. Is that, oh, that one? Turn it yeah. a corner, right? It's been, it's been out for a while. Holy yeah. shit, that looks good. Mark, are you turning a corner? Uh, no, I'm just trying to, you know, show show the list show the listeners some of the stuff that's online. I'm doing my right. part to contribute Fair to enough. the audio quality and video quality of the show. Yeah, Fair that enough. proves how much I care about merch. Sorry, Ken, continue with your thought. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, so yeah, I thought about well, should I just hold off on that vinyl? I, I you know, I ordered it because um, online, you know, with knowing the fact that they changed their. Uh, uh, whatever the 
the people who distribute Faci- their facilitator, mm-hmm. uh, but the, the store, or whatever. order fulfillment company. Oh, there you go. The fulfillment company has changed. Yeah. So I, I assume that they're gonna, <laughs> it's going to be better. Than, well, it's got to be better than the old one. Um, I can't believe it'd be worse than worse than that, but we'll see. We shall see. Um, but yeah, I mean, to me, again, this one, this release, to me, in a way, while I think it's it's still much, it's better than the Virginia Beach thing. Uh, I think it's still a little bit lazy um, in in what they're picking. Uh, that's just my opinion. Um, I think there's more to be had out there, more you know rare probably good recordings uh out there but they don't want to do the work maybe i don't know I, I, and i don't know we'll, we'll have to wait i don't think that's fair I, 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 like. I, yeah there i'm sure there's more rare shows but i don't think it's as easy as that well maybe that's that's possible um but you know we shall see how it sounds um we know how virginia beach sounded uh, when we got that so let's Let's hope that um, it's better, you know, than what we're, you know, hearing on YouTube or whatever at 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 this moment. I mentioned it earlier about my trouble with some Kiss fans and being boycotted because they did the Union flag on um, yeah on the Kiss logo. Well, look at the cover of uh, Donington. People who once boycotted my site, they've integrated wow. the Union flag into the design, and I like that. I, you know, so thumbs up for that design in oh. keeping the theme with uh, everything that's going. Mark Donington, your thoughts? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm looking forward to it. This is one I am going to go get, but like you guys, I'm not going to get it through Kiss Online. I've completely boycotted Kiss Online permanently, uh, but you know, there's, there, it's good that there's other options in purchasing it because like Lonnie said, some people have gotten it much quicker through other locations than on Kiss Online. So that's a good thing to know. Um, I'm optimistic about this release because I was a big fan of the 96, 97 tour. Um, It was my first time that I saw Kiss. I mean, I had so many chances to see them before out of makeup and there was always something that came up that prevented me, but this was the first time I got to see them. And it was fantastic. Uh, I was a big like uh, watcher of the shows when they started leaking onto YouTube. You know, they have so many different concerts that are available to watch from that tour. And, you know, people say that a lot of that video is just what you see on the screens. That video footage is just the screen stuff that you see. And that that's fine because a lot of that was, you know, of them performing, right? Uh, and the audio from those shows, yeah, sure, they're, they're, it's hit and miss and some stuff. But for the most part, I always thought that the sound was pretty decent on these shows, even just from those sort of YouTube videos that I saw. So with that in mind, knowing that they have access to, you know, the proper audio in multi-track form, which I'm very sure they did because I'm sure they recorded everything on that tour. Uh, I think that it'll probably be somewhat better sounding, you know, because I thought the performances are... I wouldn't say they were great, but they had a vibe to them. You know, they, they, they were, it was something that KISS fans were desperate for. You know, we had years and years, we were, we were sort of uh, spoiled. We had Bruce and Eric in the band, so the performances are always tight and stellar. And, you know, they even went above board sometimes and played some really cool solos that weren't on record. But, you know, now people were wanting the old vibe, the alive vibe, the live two vibe, you know, sloppy ace a little bit and, 
you know, Peter Chris with the jazz flavored sort of drumming and stuff like that, you know, and I think we sort of got a toned down version of that on the reunion tour. But, you know, I really enjoyed those shows. You know, I I, I knew it wasn't, it wasn't going to be like it was with Eric and Bruce. So I'm not expecting that type of performance level on this recording. So I, I'm, I'm hopeful. I, I think that it's going to be decent. I, I'm not interested in the slightest in these trading cards and all this other shit that they're putting in these bundles. It's just not my thing. I'm strictly audio, so I'm I'm going for the vinyl and that's it. I might even get the CDs if they, if I see them in the local record store too. Yeah. So I think it's a an improvement on the last one, but the bar's so low in terms of reaction to Virginia Beach that pretty much anything was going to be a step up. But uh, it's a positive step and I'm very happy for it. You know, we're almost you know, remember the Grateful Dead and Dave's picks? The series mm-hmm. of uh, recordings. I, I, you know, if they've recorded all this stuff, I wish they'd just do something simple like that. Dave's picks. They're up to like volume 39, uh, or, or something sick in terms of the archival, um, you know, releases done by the yeah. dead. And you know, they released the full Europe 72 tour. I mean, that's just insane, and sold out 7,000 copies. But different bands, different labels, different yeah. everything really. Uh, with the problems let's close on classic rock 300 and you know here's gene being interviewed and um by paul elliott and i i don't know if it's a current one or it feels almost like it's retro because here he goes again you know heart and he's asked the question let's let's be completely fair if you ask someone a question and or if an interviewer asks someone a question and you're reading it just like if you see something online that you don't like you can scroll left or scroll down and not read the answer so you know immediately when he's asked um, about carrying on with Tommy and Eric and also Mm -hmm. going into the same old shtick about Peter (laughs) and Ace Mark you're giggling so he goes straight back to you yeah, it was it was interesting because I was I was trying to figure that out like where what like what timeline this is from like when did this come out you know because uh, it just seems like there was this period of time when Gene was really all about insulting those guys or you know jabbing at them because like you know when it says here that you know eventually they left the band were you at all sad to see them go Ace and Peter were a pain there's no other way to say it. Peter was very emotional at the end. He started to put a teardrop on his eye. That's how unhappy he was about making money and having people adore him. So, you know, talk about just, you know, putting the poking him in the, the ribs all the time there. I mean, come on. And it says here, so we decided to see if new blood would re-energize the band. So I, I'm almost out of the feeling that this is not the most current interview. I could be completely wrong. Maybe it is new. But it, it kind of almost feels like it's a little older, right? Uh, but I, I I would be surprised because I thought that they were long past this sort of stuff. You know, like, I mean, come on, man. How many more times are you going to keep saying that they were a pain? I mean, I think we already know your feelings on Ace and Peter. You know, like, talk about something different. I mean, sure, like you said. It's the interviewer who's posing the questions. He's the one who's throwing them the softballs, and he's the one who's hitting them, right? So 
I, I just wish that they, they would ask him other questions. I blame the interviewer just as much as I blame Gene because there's a lot more stuff you could ask him about that's far more interesting than asking about Ace and Peter all the time. Well, this sells and we're talking about it, so it's a win. In a football team, when you lose number seven and the new guy comes in, he wears the number. That's not entirely accurate, Mr. I Don't Watch Sports, mm. because sometimes they <laughs> retire the player's mm. number. Mm. Um, 99. Nobody wears that. Well, I have no idea. I, I don't pay that much. 42. Time. No one, no one no, in baseball wears Gretzky. 99. Nobody wears Wayne Gretzky's number. Oh, okay. I, I know. Oh, Wayne. Yeah, Wayne. How about 42 in baseball? No one wears 42 for Jackie Robinson. Jackie Robinson. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. So you know, you know, there, there, there are. I'm just glad you know Peter and Ace pretty much just don't respond to this shit because this whole article for me i just rolled my eyes it, it doesn't annoy me but it's kind of gene's greatest hits you know he bashes the record the the thieves of audio <laughs> that there's no money in recording um yeah no no new album you know he he goes on about eric and tommy being fresh blood which they certainly were there's no denying that you know it's it's just blah blah the same old broken record crap and I, I think there is far more interesting stuff um, kind of to not ask Gene because he goes off on his politi- political stuff as well so there's no really safe areas to have a conversation with him or he doesn't remember enough of what we're interested in as fans. Lonnie, your take on 300. Yeah, it, it, it did seem like an article or a, like an interview that was conducted around the start of the reunion tour I mean, at the start of the, region, the, start of the end of the road tour. Because it's the same type of rhetoric they were giving three years ago when this tour started. Three years ago when this tour started. That, oh, Ace and Peter this, Ace and Peter that. It was it was kind of tiring listen, reading it. That, okay, yeah, I get it. I've Like midway through it, it was, you're kind of like, I think I've read this interview before somewhere. Because it's the same shtick that we've. Just go on and on about it. And Julian, you made a great point that I'm happy that Ace and Peter don't jab back. They're just kind of like, whatever, at this point. You know, I, I, think, I think Peter's just content with his life and happy with his life. And it's like, you know, I don't, I don't need to engage in, in that. And I'm not trying to bash Gene and just praise Ace and Peter. But it's just to, to the magazine, though, why, why are we publishing something that, that's just it's just tired it's just tired news in my opinion more than anything else yeah you know while i was negative about it i do want to just draw attention to three paragraphs and again it's not lengthy i love what he says about getting married that Mm. that is eye-opening i love what he says about bill of coin and mm-hmm. and remembering him uh, and those are the three paragraphs and, and the importance of his mother uh, clearly so there there are areas in there that you know are worthy but rehashing or relitigating the past continuously serves no purpose and hence why my reaction is not anger but the eye roll can lead us out with the reason the reason yeah, well, opinion uh, yeah well you know I, uh, this classic rock um you know, I'll have to pull out my classic rock uh, kiss special. They had one, you know, like a, a year or two ago or so. Um, it was all about kiss, the whole thing. Um, I, I bet you some of this is pulled from that. Um, just 
just thinking it is I mean it, it is rehashing um, and it's why you know we already know the story why are we going over it again and again and again um, um, the, but the one thing in this which is like irks me a bit uh, is when it, they talk about you know uh, having Tommy Thayer and Eric Singer uh, performing in the costumes and all that stuff and the makeup uh as you worry about that and he, and he said you know we we did not worry about their you know the fans reacting badly he said the fans kept saying to us kiss has got to continue no matter who's in the band and that no matter who's in the band part part of the comment is like no 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 the fans never said the fans never said continue no matter who's in the band um i i don't believe it and and they didn't say and maybe if they said whoever who's in the band fine but you know change the makeup if you're gonna do that so yeah, the only the only thing the fans said is where's our dubai shit no <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, what about the, i mean why didn't they ask that question in this this article hey hey what about the fans that didn't receive their dubai you know stuff so bunch of goddamn <laughs> cry babies it's only money Get over it. He's like, I made more money. Yeah. All right. There, there, we're, there we are. That, I mean, that's a whole bunch of random stuff. And just to end on where I started, my proofs came in for the standalone yeah. copy of just the narrative. It's pretty thin. It's got a bonus chapter. Very nice. That elder looks. I'm so glad that your seam wasn't nice. split. I'm actually gonna put my bag yeah, up on see. eBay and put the co- and put the insert up on eBay because the covers freaking split top and bottom thank yeah, you it's very nice very nice just a bummer there you go that's life more important things yes. to worry about i love i do like the lyric insert but you know yeah. michael nice. Michael yeah. did a fantastic job again oh, very nice. I, I need to listen to it though be nice if he did do revenge metallic wouldn't that look nice lonnie it'd be nice Hint, we shall nudge, see. Nudge. yeah that's friday and there we go. We will find out. All right, that's it for this week. We appreciate you listening. Uh, so from Ken, from Lonnie, Mark, and myself, thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for spending time listening to the KISS FAQ podcast today. All sales are final. There are no refunds. If you'd like, look us up on Facebook or come over to the KISS FAQ message board and discuss the topic we've broadcast today. Don't forget to rate us on iTunes, Spreaker, or wherever you've listened to the show. We hope you'll join us again.